Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Appreciate it. Emails coming in. I'll check each and every one of them. Trust me. The picture of AJ and me from uh, Houston, I don't know how long ago this was, six, seven years ago, something like that, is up on Instagram. Just go to Instagram.com or just open your Instagram app and look up Joe Talk Show. Click on follow, hello, um, Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W, and it's the last picture that I posted. It's uh, AJ and me, and it just it, he's just a good guy. He's just a good guy. I love that he's always into it. He watches every show. See, I can't, Carrie, I cannot watch these shows on Sunday. Mm-hmm. No. Of course, my job indicates that I've got to come in on Monday yes. and spend all day looking at what these idiots said. But uh, AJ calls in on Monday. He says, now to the idiots. And then just talks about everything that he watched on Sunday. He's like, he takes notes or something. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's just, it's great to have him call in. And he's been a great friend of the show for a long time. So again, go to Instagram, put in Joe Talk Show. That's my uh, verified account. You'll see the latest picture is that of AJ from Houston. All right. So President Joe Biden uh, gets together with Scott Pelley yesterday. Um, and, uh, on 60 minutes, this back and forth, I mean, Pelly at least asked questions and made points that were pertinent. He doesn't press Biden at all when Biden just makes a bunch of stuff up. But, um, good news is good news is <laughs> can I ask you something? Sure. When I ask people to go to Instagram and go and go look at a picture, mm-hmm. if they don't have Instagram, why do I have to know that? Oh, well, you don't have to know that actually. And again, I mean, I love the people who are in my chat room. I love the people watching the live video. Go they to JoePags.com, click on Watch you, Live. I guess. <laughs> hey, hey, Pags, I don't have Instagram. Well, oh my God. I mean, sheesh. Uh, you know what I mean? What are you gonna do? I, I got you. I'll get the Instagram link and I'll put it in the chat room. And even if you don't have Instagram, you can still click the link and see the picture. Mm-hmm. So I'll yeah. do that for you. But let me just stop the show because you don't have Instagram. And I love share. you. I just want to share. Oh, I don't have it. I get it. All right, so uh, there you go. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Let me give you some of the sound bites because um, I just found this to be pretty interesting. Carrie, did you know that the pandemic is over? I did not until last night. Turns out it's completely over. Check it out. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. Um, (laughs) what? (laughs) Mr. President, is the pandemic over? Carrie, turns out it's over, but we're still dealing with COVID. Uh, right. Did I, did I miss the, the memo? Isn't COVID what the pandemic is? Um, that's what I thought. It was. So you're saying the pandemic um, is the COVID? Yeah, yeah. But we still so have he it. Says, what? But the pandemic is over. But wait a second. Hmm. So we're still dealing with COVID. COVID was the pandemic, or is. That's over. But. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. But. We're still dealing with it, but it's over. But things are changing. Okay, let's go to the next soundbite or the video. Uh, uh, he's asked about, I believe this is the economy. Have you raised taxes for the last time taxes. in your administration? Taxes of anybody making under 400000 bucks are not going to go up a penny. They haven't. I made that commitment when I ran, and I will not now. But what I'm asking you, Mr. President, is are you going to raise taxes on any income level 
in the United States, actually, in a statutory way, increase the tax rate? No, there is no plan to do that at this moment, although the tax rate is still not fair. The super wealthy are not paying their fair share. Which is, of course, a lie. So, again, the Biden tax rate is 8.3% on everybody. That's inflation. So the idea that um, somehow he's not going to raise taxes on people who make a certain amount of money, but he is going to raise it on the super wealthy who aren't paying their fair share. Joe Biden is the super wealthy. And saying that, that, that people who are in the top 1% are paying the fair share. I know I say this a lot, but I think it's important to say it and say it again and then say it some more. The top 1% pays 38 to 40% of all taxes. The top 10% pays 68 to 70% of all taxes. So the other 90% is only on the hook for about 30% of the taxes. How much more should the super wealthy, the so-called super wealthy, how much more should they pay? Because I, I haven't gotten a good answer yet. I mean, I believe it was Ilhan Omar who sat down with some interviewer a couple of years ago and said 90% would work. Why not 90%? And this is, this is how sick it is. We're punishing people for success. Well, we're pretending like we're not punishing people. Guess what? When you tax those who employ us, they will employ fewer of us and they can pay us less. When you force $15 an hour on a fast food joint, you're going to make more kiosks there and have fewer jobs at the fast food joint. I mean, there, there's always a give and take. There's always a, a, an action and a reaction. Always. And it's up to you if it's a positive reaction or a negative reaction. Trump took action, brought manufacturing back, lowered taxes corporate-wide, and guess what? Everybody got a bonus. Everybody who was working for some of these companies got a bonus. Manufacturing started coming back. Lower, lower regulations, lower taxes, that means a better economy, and everybody gets to breathe a little bit. But with this ridiculous policy for taxation, for, for attacking those who employ us, you're seeing manufacturing leave again. You're seeing companies not doing research and development again. You're seeing companies not hiring a bunch of people anymore or raising wages. 8.3% is the inflation rate. 8.3%. That's on everybody. The super wealthy don't feel it as much. Those who are paycheck to paycheck feel it big time. And Biden's sitting there like there's no, there's no problem. No issues here. Next one. Your approval rating in the country is well below 50%. And I wonder why you think that is. This is a really difficult time. We're at an inflection point in the history of this country. It's a really difficult time. It's a really difficult time. You made it so. You made it a really difficult time with your horrible policies, your horrible division. I mean, do you think we don't know this? You did it. We're going to make decisions and we're making decisions now that are going to determine what we're going to look like the next 10 years from now. I think you'd agree that the impact on the psyche of the American people as a consequence of the pandemic is profound. Think of how that has changed everything. People's attitudes about themselves, their families, about the state of the nation, about the state of their communities. And so there's a lot of uncertainty out there, a great deal of uncertainty. 
and that's why your approval rating is in the, is in the toilet. It's in the toilet because you stink. And whoever is pulling your chain and, and, you know, making you say these things stink. They, they stink even worse. So, again, here's a guy who's either clueless or purposely lying. I'm not sure which one it is. Next one. You know, concerning politics, Mr. President, you were elected to the Senate in 1972. You were 29 years old. And in those days, it seemed that the parties worked together to move the country forward. And I think many Americans feel that that no longer happens and, in fact, may be impossible now. Well, what Pelley isn't saying is that he's talking about him and he's talking about that blood red background. He's talking about what Biden did to divide us just, what, a week, two weeks ago. Pelley's afraid to say that, but that's what he's saying. And listen to this disconnected, ridiculous answer. I don't think it's impossible, but it, it's, it's changed. What we do today, think about it. It's all personal attacks. It's about motive. It's not about I disagree with you on the, on the subject matter. And secondly, I think that um, it's, I think it's fair to say that we've not had a president like the last president who has made all of it so personal. I've had six Republican senators. I promised I'd never say their names, and I won't. He's just lying now. Trump somehow made it personal. This codger, this old guy here, literally said 74, 75 million Americans are the enemy, are angry, are violent, are a threat to the democracy. This guy said that, not Trump. Come up to me in the last two years and say, Joe, I agree with you, but if I, if I vote this way, it's gonna, they're going to primary, I'm going to lose an election. It didn't used to be that way. But it's coming back a little bit. He, he just said there are six senators in the past two years came up to him and said, Joe, I agree with you, but I can't vote that way. I'll lose the election. So he's actually giving us some inside baseball here. He might be lucid for a half second. First of all, I don't believe that there are six senators that ever said that to him. Secondly, if they're only voting in such a way to get reelected to stay in the swamp, I don't want them there. I want people who actually believe in what it is they're voting for. Coming back, do you see it? It seems to me, Mr. President, that when you first came to the Senate, the other guy had a bad idea. And now the other guy is a bad guy. Yeah. And I don't know how you get back from that. Well, I tell you what, think about this. I was able to get a, we were able to get a bipartisan $1.2 trillion package done for dealing with the whole question of rebuilding the country, the roads and highways. The fact of the matter is we've gotten a lot of things done bipartisanly. When everybody said, we're not going to do anything, don't let Biden have any successes, et cetera. So it's still a way to go, but I think we're making some progress. What has he gotten done bipartisanly, if that's even a word? What has he gotten done that's bipartisan? What is he talking about? What is he? Bipartisanly? He's getting this crap done because Kamala Harris is the deciding vote in the U.S. Senate. He's getting this garbage done and shoving it down her throats because she is the deciding vote. She's the president of the Senate. It's 50-50 right now, Republicans and Democrats. And Kamala Harris is the one who is deciding much of this garbage. I don't know what this old guy's talking about. I don't. It's kind of ridiculous, to be honest with you. 
I mean, Pelly does a good job, I guess, tiptoeing around, I guess, but he doesn't really get any answers. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. When we come back, I've got Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, um, pretending like he's got some sort of, sort of moral high ground when it comes to illegal immigrants in Martha's Vineyard. I mean, this interview with, with Biden yesterday was very telling. This is all about projection. I've got Bill Clinton projecting as well when we come back, too. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email. It's all right there. Plus, there's a link to Rumble. You go there and check out all of our um, videos, all the interviews that we're doing. We're doing the best we can for you. Also pulled a couple of small sound bites, small monologues about Martha's Vineyard and about the, infra- the what was it, the Inflation Reduction Act that didn't reduce anything. So we get into that. If you enjoyed how I did that last week, go and check those out over on Rumble as well. If you're not a follower on Rumble, you can subscribe for free. Just click on the subscribe button. You'll get an email, and they, they highlight the videos that I've done throughout the day. Let me tell you about GoldCo. GoldCo knows that the dollar's on the way down. In fact, the Fed has printed nearly $9 trillion in just the last year. The dollar is losing value because of that. They're flooding the market. That's why I recommend you diversify your portfolio with uh, physical gold and silver. The only company I trust is Gold Co. They earn a gold star in my book, and thousands of Americans agree. Gold Co. has placed over a billion dollars in precious metals. So I'm here to ask you, can you continue to afford rising prices and the decline of the dollar? I urge you not to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation. That's why I want you to go and visit this website they made just for you, goldco.com slash PAGS, P-A-G-S, goldco.com slash PAGS. Because when you do, you're not only going to get a chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, but as one of my listeners, you could get $10,000 or more in free silver just for doing it. Don't miss out. Visit that website. Again, they made for my listeners and my viewers. Go to goldco.com slash PAGS. Goldco.com slash P-A-G-S. Go there. Check them out. You'll be glad you did. All right. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. A couple of more sound bites to bring to you. A couple of more videos as well if you're watching the video feed. Um, Pete Buttigieg was asked about... And again, Pete Buttigieg is the transportation secretary who, when we had the supply chain issue where he should have been able to jump in there and fix it because he's the transportation secretary, he was off for two months on paternity leave. He and his husband, what's his name? Chesley Chester or something like that. Chaz? That was the husband's name. Mm, Let me check. I forget what it is. It's some name that I hadn't heard before. Cherry Chester Charles... Ch- uh, Chaston or Chasen. <laughs> oh, there you go, Chaston. Exactly Chaston. right. Chaston. So I was close. It was uh, something like that. So he and his husband decided to adopt a couple of kids. And in the middle of the supply chain crisis we were all dealing with, where we didn't have baby formula and people were wondering where the next meal was going to come from. People were trying to figure out why prices were going so high because we didn't have enough uh, supply. He, he was off on paternity leave. Did not cut it short. Just stayed out two months. That's who this guy is. He was asked about um, the immigrants, the illegal aliens being taken to Martha's Vineyard. And this is the 
expected answer from this guy. All right, it's so good that you can't even hear it. In fact, this is the expected answer from this guy. The very same people who seem uh, eager to take political advantage of this situation have often been people who have stood in the way of a comprehensive solution on immigration. Not So we don't need a comprehensive solution on immigration because we have a comprehensive solution on the books. We have immigration laws that people like this guy um, don't care to uphold. Now, when Trump was in office for four years, we had historically low illegal crossings because he was building the wall, because he was actually empowering people in the Department of Justice to arrest people, make them stay in Mexico. Title 42 kept them out because they might be sick during the pandemic. And we would do their asylum hearings and let them come over for that, not just let them be here and stay here. People were not coming here because they knew they couldn't get across. Immediately, Biden opened the border, got rid of the materials to, to finish the wall, canceled the contracts, and just got, he watered down, if not got rid of, Title 42 and stay in Mexico. So Buttigieg knows he's lying, but he's a WEF slow-talking doofus, and this is why he says things like this, and this is why he says them exactly this way. Just uh, in this administration, but in multiple administrations over time. We're talking about human beings, not political props. And uh, what what we see uh, time and time again is that when politicians decide to try to score political points by taking advantage of vulnerable people, it's usually a sign that they don't have concrete solutions for the issues that Americans face. Another one of those slow-talking WEF, world order, globalist idiots, um, just saying whatever he thinks people will believe that will pull at their heartstrings or at their emotions somehow. He didn't say anything there that was true because his side has been doing exactly what he's accusing the other side of doing forever. And they'll continue to. In fact, the border is a political pawn or a political ploy by this administration and by the Obama administration because they really believe those coming here illegally can just get a path to citizenship and then suddenly start voting Democrat. Pete Buttigieg is not a good guy. Joe Biden is not a good guy. Another not a good guy, Bill Clinton, will have him after the top of the hour as well. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.